This is Master Griot Radio, channel 13 on your NBBTA internet radio dial. I'm Jacqueline Taylor Adams, and I am your host for this moment in time. It's time for purpose-driven words, shaping thoughts, building minds, true wealth, communities, and legacies. If my words had wings, they'd fly to you each day. Good afternoon, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time it is on in your time zone. This is Master Griot Radio, and we welcome you to Christmas in July. I know you're saying it's hot, too hot to even think about Christmas, but if you are in business for yourself, you definitely need to be thinking about Christmas. And this time we are going to plan to profit. We're not going to just come by it happenstance. Right now, um, trend is 38% of shoppers are shopping much earlier. They're doing their shopping in September, and they're starting to research. The Internet is giving plenty of time to research, to look out deals, to plan for where am I going to get to to find out what are the best deals, what are the best prices, to get coupons, to do all this planning so that you can get as much as you can for your buck. So people are starting to shop earlier, and online shopping definitely is much earlier. So when they're starting to not just shop, but when our consumers are starting to look and search around, you need to be prepared. You need to make sure that your product is coming up, that they add you to their list. You need to have your ad campaigns out there, your backlinks, all of these different things you need to have going so that you can be prepared for the holiday rush. And you can't do it in November, October. That's just way too late. And as we will, you know, find out earlier that, you know, the shopping period, we're in the role of holidays now. Once back to school starts, and that starts in July, so we go from back to school to Halloween to Thanksgiving right into Christmas. So there's all these things that are preparing them for the big shopping season, which is Christmas, and you want to be in line with everything, capturing your audience, so that they have your product or service in mind when they are ready to do their holiday shopping, that they have you on their list, and that they actually come by and buy. So we have some great guests today. We have two great guests. Um, Our first guest um, is Marcin Markzak, and he is a business coach. He has a wonderful blog. And it's called the wirelessincome.com. And he, you know, basically teaches you how to do this home business thing right. How to do home business right, especially in your online business, how to do it right. So everything from SEO to content marketing. And Mark is going to, you know, tell us, you know, all different, give us different types of tidbits and information. And then as we speak about, 
you know, the season and, you know, what we need to do to prepare. We're going to go through a general outline, and then the other parts will get into more specific areas. But today we're going to do the whole overview. Part two, we're going to focus in on advertising, all different advertising via social media and different strategies. And then a third part is dedicated to arts and entertainment. But today, as we go through, we have two sides. Mark is going to basically take us to the content marketing side of it. And then our other guest is Rebecca Jenkins, who one of my Twitter buddies said, oh, yes, I am going to be on the show. I am going to listen in because Rebecca does logos and everything for me. I was like, all right, look at her. She get around. She do my logos, too. <laughs> but Rebecca, she is a fine artist and graphic designer, and she's a creative director for Innovative Design Style. Rebecca's going to take us through the design aspect because – you know, they go hand in hand, you know, not just the look but the structure, how you're going to design it. And we're talking about offline and online, you know, what are you going to say and then how are you going to reflect that out through your imaging, how are you going to carry that brand out through your imaging and what different things you need to do and to make sure you get um, things together. Then you got to look at deadlines. She's going to tell us about deadlines. If you really want to have these type of things ready at this time, how far out do you need to start planning? Because what happens is the holiday time is a busy time for everybody, including your vendors. They get swamped with orders, so they become extra busy. So you have to be very mindful that if you think you're going to go December 1st and December 2nd and get items, from a vendor wholesale, they are going to be so backed up with um, because it's the holiday rush for them as well. Really, you know, vendors and printing, you really need to have those things done by October because that's actually the printer's busy season. They're fulfilling orders like crazy, and you're just, your thing's going to be backed up if you wait until late November, December. But she's going to get real specific with us um about all of that. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to bring our guests on. And I'm not sure because um, Marcin is new to Master Grill Radio, but um, I did let him know that we always ask the proverbial question. We want to know who we're talking to. We want to know the person. So we're going to start with Marcin, and then we're going to move on to Rebecca. And the question is, everybody wants to know, who is Marcin Marsak. And once we know who that is, then we want to know what's your claim to fame. And the same for who is Rebecca Jenkins? And what's your claim to fame? How 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 are both of you doing today first? Hello. Hello. I'm Hello. doing great. Hello. Fine. How you doing? <laughs> great, great, great. So, um, Marcin, we're going to start with you. The world wants to know, who is Marcin Marsac? <laughs> A great question. Um, <laughs> how can I put it briefly? Um, I'm the person who is a big dreamer. I'm a person who loves challenges. I'm a person who tried many things. Some of them didn't work, but still I was able to get myself back into the street and move forward. I'm the founder of the wireless income, the whole concept that I will describe a little bit more. That's, that's the whole blog is about. That's the journey that we wanted to separate ourselves from a physical location and be able to travel the world and build businesses at the same time, taste the food, and meet incredible people. 
Uh, I'm a teacher as well. I'm a coach. Um, and um, one thing that a claim of fame, I would say in 2005, uh, I took a different challenge on. It was a physical one together with a team of five more people. We swam from England to France, 13 hours, 15 minutes. So it's brutal. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay, Rebecca, let us know about Rebecca Jenkins. Oh, Rebecca Jenkins is a creative visionary, um, very artistic, uh, definitely an entrepreneur from top to bottom, from beginning to end, uh, all things creatively uh, possible through envisioning. Um, I have a, a serious sense of networking, um, and pretty much 100% of my skills are definitely in the artist's uh, you know, in the arts realms, art and design realm. My claim to fame, <laughs> besides being wonderful me, would be my um, signature visuals. So um, everything that I'm giving in regards to a visual is signature because it's original. I get great feedback, and I love producing things that just are bright and bold and catch your attention and place focus where it needs to be placed. So at the end of the day, um, the... Uh, the visual specialist. No, right. Now, I'm just share with our audience just, you know, like my viewpoint why I chose you know, these two people. Um, even And I just met Marcin online, but, um, you know, he posted in a group, and I followed the post, and it's very well written. Um, when I find well-written items that are, you know, factual-based, and if you can take, you know, two, three minutes and come away learning something new and bookmarking that and coming back, that's someone worthy to know. And um, he gives his information in very, you know, gullible bites. They're very gullible, very doable. He breaks them down into simple steps. and But he's giving you real information. And then Rebecca, you know, I've been knowing her for years and working with her for years, and she is that creative I'm the person, I have a hard time seeing visually what I want to happen. But I know what I want to happen and I know how I want people to feel. So I can give her that general feeling, what I want to happen. And I might throw in maybe a color scheme or a symbol or two or something, one little thing. And she creates for me and I like what she creates and I just keep it moving. So... Um, but she's also a wonderful visual artist. So, Rebecca, let us know um, the big thing you just did, your um, piece of visual art they got um, that's hanging okay. out in Chicago. It's, it's abstract art um, and just a little bit of history. Um, I combined the, the abstract art with the graphic design many, many years ago because painting wasn't the love of mine, but creating was and is. So it was another medium to use um, as an outlet for design and art. So I started painting, and to specifically answer your question, um, I was uh, lucky enough to be commissioned. I was blessed enough, I should say, to be commissioned by Susan G. Coleman uh, affiliate, uh, the Chicago affiliate, for a piece that is in their office right now. It's an eight foot by six foot painting, and it's um, it spans over six pieces. So there's two large middle pieces and two um, uh, end pieces that makes the whole the whole painting eight foot by six foot. It's focused on pink, and, of course, Coleman has their own um, 
ribbon. It's a, it's a ribbon for the cure, and um, it's called their running ribbon. And what I did with that is I, I set that on top of um, the painting. So it's actually sitting out about an inch. So it's definitely a 3D, and it spans over two pieces that are separate. So that, that ribbon connects those two pieces, and it went over very well. I got a, a very nice letter from Coleman, and I also was blessed enough to just um, also be commissioned for six shadow boxes for them as well. Wow. So the artwork is going to, of course, grace their walls lovely, and I'm, I'm definitely thankful of the opportunity to have uh, been able to work with an organization as commendable as them because they are amazing. Um, so, you know, if anybody's listening and, um, you know, definitely Susan G. Komen, if, if you, if you you know, donate your time or any any type of, uh, you know, funds, that's definitely a great um, organization that's a breast cancer awareness in there, um, you know, using most of the funds to find a cure. So that's something that as an artist, uh, of course, um, you know, I have a, uh, quite a few family members have, that have, you know, uh, died from cancer, so it's, it's definitely a focus. Um, so that's a that's a that's a great opportunity for me, and okay. uh, you can check the art out on the page and uh, on my site, and uh, of course give some feedback. All right, so uh, there's just a little background to give everybody a little bit of idea of who you guys are and your expertise. So now we're going to get into Christmas in July. And um, one thing that I, you know, I do want to share a little background. Um, I have to open this up to get to there. But um, what I'm going to do real quick, I'm going to go through an outline just to let you guys know, like, where we, you know, what we'll be running through. But this is basically an outline that I came up with, which everyone and we're going to have it made available to you after the show but what this is this is an outline for you to use as your workbook so after the show you can pick up your pick pick up your workbook you start filling it in as you listen to shows and as you do your work you fill these areas in so what we're going to look at first um i want you to and it's just just the audience but, you know, you first want to look at what you're going to be selling for the holidays. Just start thinking about that. I mean, do you sell the exact same thing you're selling now for the holidays? Or sometimes because of the holidays, there's certain inventory that may move better. There's certain services that may work better. There, um just, you know, for example, if we take um, Rebecca, for example, where she may have, probably will have more, sales and paintings and her poster items because of the holidays and people want to use them as gifts. Would I be correct, Rebecca? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. You, you know, basically you're saying, what are you selling? So I would say identify your product. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, just, you know, what, you know, look at, what that is going to be ahead of time. Because then once you do that, like, um, once you decide the items that may, may move faster or better, that are more appropriate for the season, um, and some people sometimes are launching. You may be an artist and you may, and when you look at your time schedule, you're going to be coming out with a new album around that time. So how do you tie a launch in with the holiday season? And then the third thing is always going to be, of course, is inventory. Or do you need to find out what's what's new in your industry? What is what you know? What's new? 
there are different um, timelines for everything. We say in the holiday season, but different industries have their own seasons. So based on your industry, you may need to attend some trade shows to see what's coming out. Like um, It's July, so the fall fashion line is already out. You will see in July, you will see what's what's going to be coming out for the fall. So that, that meant the designers, in order to be ready for the fall fashion line, probably in the spring had to have their designs and all in so that their fashions could be ready for July to showcase for the fall. So, you know, each industry has its own timeline, so you need to look at <clears throat> what are your timelines. If you need to, you know, check out trade shows, see what's going on, you know, whether that's online or offline, find out, you know, what's new, what are going to be the new trends and all coming up those things you check out. And then, of course, that leads you in the inventory. But real quick before we move there, I'd like to ask you, Marcin, are there, um, in your line of work, are there any um, things special or any special services or any spike in business during the holiday season? Uh, sure. Uh, because I'm dealing with home-based business, so basically this is the time when lots of people actually get some extra time off work, and they're able to focus, and uh, especially during holiday season, it's the time to reconnect with your dreams. Again, start asking the big questions, what I would like to do in my life, what I would like to achieve, and that's the time when people actually uh, start formulating some plans and making some decisions as well and starting certain ventures. But as we all know, many people uh, stop doing that very, very soon, just basically because of lack of support, lack of training. And in terms of changes, you know, spikes and what's happening in the industry, uh, especially with technology, there's so many changes since the pace is so fast that uh, it's very, very important actually to treat it more as a continuous learning, constant and never-ending improvement, as Tony Robbins referred to that, and take on certain tools, prioritize, and first of all, know what you after. Okay. All right. So um, this just gives an idea. So, of course, audience, we want you to think in, the, in that same realm, start taking your notes. And um, once you know what you're going to be selling is inventory, especially for those who have physical inventory, how much you're going to need, where you're going to house it. If you're doing e-commerce, um, it, um, now this is really important, is your website, is everything set up to handle uh, a heavy rush? We've had that happen with various dolls, even Yahoo at one time shut down because of the demand for a product. And um, you need to make sure that your systems are in order and can handle a heavier load. If it's increased inventory, you know, you have to do inventories, your numbers, you, you have to make sure everything is, you know, itemized online and offline, and you need to get those systems in place, those administrative systems. You need to make sure that they're in place and they're able to handle the influx and make sure your payment systems are in order because you want to make sure you get the money at the end of the day. <laughs> so... um it's just a look at inventory, but it's you know it's definitely what you want to look at up front. So we've decided what we're going to be selling. We know we know what we're going to need as far as inventory and what we're going to need to support that. So again, the question is: Is my website up to par? 
what do I need to get my website up to par? And this is when we get into other things, keywords, um, special keywords that you use for the holidays and all, and um, repaginating your website to agree with, you know, whatever campaigns and different things that you have coming in. Of course, testing it for broken links, getting in some backlinks, starting to get people to link up to you. But these things, you just want to make sure you're administrative and you're um, – I'm not saying your website system, but you want to make sure that your systems are all in place and able to handle your influx. Now, um, so from there, then we're going to go into the specific campaigns because you you know what you're going to be selling, you you know now and you have your hard systems in place as far as your inventory and your websites. So now this is where we're going to get into with our guests and get real specific because now we're coming into specific campaigns. What are they going to look like? What's the look and feel? What are you going to say? How are you going to say it? You know, your content, um, various different strategies, your SEOs, and, and all of those different things. So we're going to start with there, and what we're, I'm going to do, we're going to go to Mark first. And, Mark, just, you know, from that standpoint, um, or if you want to start another place, let us know, you know, from your viewpoint um, as to what you do, you know, where are we at in the process and what should we be doing? What is What do you feel are the top three things we should be looking at? Sure. Uh, the first thing, I mean, as you both mentioned, is identify what you uh, trying to sell because uh, once you know what you're selling, it's, uh, the next thing is do the competitive keyword research. Just see which keywords you can be competing relatively easy and which ones uh, will require lots of work. And sometimes, the, even if we're having Christmas in July, we're having still several months left to, to December, sometimes it might not be enough time to be able to compete for some of the keywords if you identify the competition is extremely high there. Um, once you have that, it's time for very engaging, quality, uh, value-driven content. You provide something that customers will would like to read and be engaged and you know discover something new and learn something from that. And uh, there will be also something called ethical bribe. That basically, if somebody comes to your website, uh, you capture the data and you will be able to stay in touch, build a relationship, and eventually prepare them for what's coming. And let them know a little bit more about the promotions. Let them know uh, what you are planning to do. So uh, there will be people expecting this special offer, and there will be the time that they should be taking advantage of that. So once we have the content ready, it's time for distribution. And here we've got a couple of different options. All the small businesses would very frequently try to go with the free ways of advertising. So here we would be looking at social media, and that's more instant results than SEO, the search engine optimizing. That's where you're doing the keywords, that you're doing backlinking, that's where you're doing, uh, you engage with social media because they count right now a lot and they'll be counting more and more. And we've got, of course, the paid way. Uh, that's where we would be engaging Facebook ads, Google ads, that we would be engaging different sources, different databases that are available depending on the uh, on the market that you're using. And next step would be uh, to test and measure. Because you would like to see what type of heading uh, makes your subscriber to open. 
you would like to see what type of call for action uh, is getting somebody to click on it. Because you can't be guessing that. I mean, right now on the internet, we're having so many free tools that you shouldn't be blind guessing. You don't want to be making money as luck because you don't get lucky too often. So right now we can measure and test those things and improve. And next thing is learn and improve and engage again. So I think that's basically the uh, couple of major points in the process that should be actually taken into account while preparing for a bigger promotion. Okay, so now I'm going to go back because I was, I was attempting to take notes, but you <laughs> for me. Now, when you said th um, the third point you said about preparing people for what is coming, what did you call that? Uh, you prepare a content, special spe specific content that would, you would produce and engage your customer. And mm -hmm. once, you, uh, once you've got them on your database, once you capture the data, uh, I would send even information uh, like some time in advance to let them know that there will be a special promotion, that they should be ready, uh, so they would be expecting that. Okay, so this is like a little bit capture data. Pre-selling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alrighty. So um, that's a, that's a lot of really really good information. <laughs> and um, I'm going to come back to Rebecca, and then um, after Rebecca, I want you to come back and just share with us a little bit more when you say content. You know, give us some more examples. Um, you know, give us like some specific examples of content and how people can make their content more compelling. But we're going to go to Rebecca. Um, you know, considering what Marcin just stated, where does the design come in in that process? Uh, Rebecca? Oh, I'm sorry, Rebecca, you went on hold. I'm sorry, you might have been talking. I'm sorry, Rebecca, you went on hold. I didn't realize it. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm sorry, I wonder move. why I can't hear you. <laughs> Yikes. Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> darn, that was a good statement there. I can't, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm I sorry. Was... I wonder why can't I hear her? Because so, I was in the chat yeah, room and I went back over. On, on <laughs> On a good note, too, um, I, I really don't know what I just said, but um, a visual appearance is definitely important in any aspect of marketing. Um, it's it's one of the important because it's it's your visual image. It's actually, in my um, layman's terms, I would compare your your business image to compare it to the way you dress. Um, you know, people are going to look at that. People are going to see what you put into your business. Um, you know, did you focus on it doesn't have to be the most expensive of anything, but it needs to be professional, it needs to look clean, and it needs to be engaging. Um, so, you know, based on those elements, you figure out what works for you. So let's let's review that a little bit. We have anything, and when I say we, in, in regards to us as a, a whole people networking and marketing and trying to, um, you know, put your business out there and get what you want from it. So, you know, we already identified to the fact that you need to identify your product. So once that's done 
and, um, you know, you have your content ready or maybe not, you would come to someone like myself and I would suggest something like an ad campaign, um, which can include um, anything that's online or physically printed. Um, you can have an e-blast, which, of course, is, is, is a, an email that would be sent specifically with uh, a promotion in it. That may be a sale. That may be a specific item. And remember, we don't have to throw everything on the table. We have to engage them in one thing to bring them to the site, you know. So our biggest thing is engaging. So when doing anything visual, you know, if you're doing it yourself, which is fine, do not stick a lot of information in there for several reasons. One, it's overcrowding. Two, sometimes when people see too much information, it confuses them. They don't want to look at it. They'll look away. And furthermore, they're really only going to pick out things that pertain to them. What pertains to them? Sale, 25% off, something in red, something circled, maybe something that's moving. So we have to engage our viewers. And once we engage them, we may interest them. Once we interest them, now we have to bring them in to somewhere. So that, that goes to the other part of your, your visual image. Do you have a website? Where can they visit you at? We're talking about most of these businesses are online, so we don't have places that our potential clients could come in and sit down and, and meet with us. So we have to make it comfortable for them. And we also are not paying that overhead of an office, so in my opinion, I'm thinking we should definitely have a website. Now, there's plenty of places you can get free websites from. Like I said, I'm a service provider, but at the end of the day, it's always about your budget. So if you keep your budget in focus, and that's one thing that I would suggest developing, a budget, because that budget will allow you to do all these promotions in, in a, a manner that can, you know, be productive and show some residual maybe uh, clients, sales, something, something that's going to continue to come in. So, you know, in my opinion, the, the visual image is definitely one of the most important because you can maybe you can say something awesome, but if they don't hear it, they're going to look. And whatever they look at, if it doesn't look, you know, to what they think it should look like, they may not, you know, uh, decide to maybe purchase your product. You have to remember um, that unless you have feedback or a heavy portfolio that they can look through or you're well-known, what will your potential clients, why will they come to you? You know, you have to show them who you are. You have to tell them, I mean, we all can talk. You know, so once you put a visual image out there, you put the information out there, and then they speak with you. If you can speak to them and finish maybe the deal, the sale, or whatever it is, you've got a good thing going on. Um, you know, so I, I um, did I did I answer that good enough? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You answered <laughs> okay. it very well. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm you. One more thing. One more the, thing. Go ahead. Um, a, a a good visual image, and I didn't say an expensive one. I said a good one. A good visual image will build trust and confidence, and will assure your clients that you're reliable. Because after all, if you come out of the house with your pants pressed and everything nice and and crisp, that would probably represent how you are. So let's think of our business like that. You know, we have to start remembering we have to tuck our shirts in and polish our shoes. That's what this business is about. You know, you have a tacky business that looks kind of tacky. It might not be, but, you know, like I said, I have fees, and I know a lot of places you can get things free or people who are cheaper. So I guess my state, my ending statement is 
you can get a visual image for your budget somewhere. But you can always see me, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's the one thing about Rebecca. She's extremely professional but extremely affordable. It's it's very hard to find the quality for the, you know, the quality that she gives you for the price. You know, I would really just say go and market for her quality is probably anywhere from um, two to five times what she charges. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, you know, um, and that's the one thing about everyone I work with. They really have a passion for the entrepreneur, the small business, the solopreneur. They know what it is. We know what high markup is, but we know right. what value is. So we know how to give you value, still make money, but, you know, not try to charge you, you know, crazy prices. And, again, like she said, since we're doing home-based businesses, we don't have the same type of overhead as if we had a structure, so we don't necessarily have to, you know, pay as much. And I say all of this is because, we do have tight budgets. You have to be very prudent. But prudent doesn't mean you have to spend money on marketing. And all of us are speaking about marketing. Marcin, he's going to come back and tell us more about what these words and things should state. But one key word, I don't know if everyone heard, the one key word they both kept talking about, engage, engage, engage. Marcel tell us we have to, gave us three things. We have to learn, improve, and engage again. You know, we learn, improve by measuring and engage, and then engage again. You have to engage your audience. You know, it can't be static. It can't be flat because this is what keeps people coming back, and this is what keeps you ongoing, and it keeps you with your residual income. Um, and making up a budget, everybody that's afraid. A budget is income and revenue. If you feel you spend this type of money in marketing, you should expect some type of return. So do your numbers. Okay, if we invest in a lead capture system, invest in an email marketing system, and then depending on where you are, for myself, I cannot draw a straight line with a ruler. So I always need help in design. You know, sometimes Rebecca's very nice in telling me I do good jobs on certain things. You know, like, okay, like, but really, if I had the budget budget that I wanted, I'd hire her out for everything. But there are some things I know I can do because it's pre-structured. And I know I have the vision, but if I get the structure, I can work with it. And there's some things you just can't get away with. I do so much work for everyone else. I was starting to neglect myself, and I realized the biggest thing that I did not have was an identifiable logo. Everybody knows my name, but I didn't have that visual image, and you need it. I need one thing to pull people in for people to boom to know. I'm building a website. I feel I need a logo. So I invested, got my logo. Um, You look at what are your strengths. But you do need a quality website that looks good and functions well. And you need to be able to have access to your website, and you need to be able to update it on your own. If you don't know code and you can't can't wrap your head around code and everything, you may need to consider looking at templated options. But just because you look at a templated option doesn't mean you can't go pay a designer to design it for you. Customize it, right. 
Yeah, to customize it. Um, I mean, it's, it's some of the template options you can customize from scratch, really. And, and some of them allow you to do HTML, but sit down and speak with your person. They can let you know. You can let them know, look, I don't know how to do code. Yep. I don't know how to do this. I just right. want to come in and update it. You know, I can type. You know, I can type in. I want right. to be able to update my information but I don't really want to touch my design, and they can they right. can design it. People can design templates for you. You just have to let them know, you know, realize what you can do. Don't let somebody say, okay, you're going to need an eight thousand dollar website and your home based business, and you're going to have to like, at what point in time do I get my money back from an eight thousand dollar website? You know, really, what much more is the $8,000 website going to do for me? Then there are times you may need it. Again, this is discerning your need. But an $8,000 website, to me, that's a lot of back-end database building and different things, which means you expect a heavy influx of information where you may actually need your own server. And But if you're not working on that type of level, then – Chances are you don't you don't need anything so expensive. So be clear on what someone is selling you, and be clear on what you need. Don't go put invest in a coded site, and then soon as you can't catch up to a person or something happens, your site is being is outdated because you can't update it. So just be realistic. But you do need a visual image. You um. Some people, you know, need coaching. There's a lot of good information out there for free, but you can't do everything for free. You need to actually buy, get, obtain products and tools, and sometimes you do, you do need a coach to walk you through a certain season in your business so that you're at the point of being profitable. So um, in that budget, look at what you have to spend, and then if you spend this much, how much anticipated revenue do you expect it to bring in? So when you look at both sides, you see that a budget doesn't mean marketing, doesn't mean just spending out. You're spending out for the person purpose of increasing your revenue. And I just had to, I know that's a soapbox speech, but I had to get on it because we as marketers, that's one of the biggest areas. And even though um, Rebecca's a designer, what makes her so good, she understands marketing very well. She's not, you know, just an artist. She She's a marketer. She's a good marketing person. So you can, she can help you meet your goals and objectives through design. So now, Marcin, we're coming back to you. You know, we're saying engage. We're saying content. So, like, if you can, you know, get us, you know, Pacific, you know, Rebecca mentioned things like a website. I know there are things, blogs, landing pages. But, um, you know, where do you start off in that content, please? Because, I mean, there's even offline. You do flyers. You do postcards. You know, where do you think a person should start in, 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 with their content? Where, where does that story start? Okay. Um, I mean, I Personally, I don't do any offline. I mean, I used to do before when I uh, was at university. I used to run a gardening business. So that was when I started with the offline. And uh, the rate of conversion is extremely, extremely low. And second reason is uh, that I moved away very strongly from that because you cannot measure that. And if you can't measure, you cannot improve that much. So, And, of course, it's extremely time-consuming and money-consuming. But coming back to the question... Uh, okay, all, I mean, real right, Marcin, real quick, right before that. Um, 
everybody's not the same situation. We still have a lot of brick and mortars. When we buy, you know, a lot of us buy our clothes from stores, you know, I prefer to try my things on. Um, there are real brick and mortars, and there's still ways to measure. But your story, the reason why I say that, even offline, whatever you do, um, you need to have a consistent story. If they see it on a postcard, whatever they see on that postcard and they go to a website, it should reflect that. It shouldn't be totally different from what drew them there, what engaged them. You know, it all should connect. Um, There are ways to measure when you're doing, like, I can send you to a place will give you the resource e-flyer, no, it's theflyerclub.com. I always say it's wrong. Theflyerclub.com. You can get 5,000 postcards for $99, full color front and back. You can't beat that deal, you know, especially if you use it smart. But there are codes you can use. You you use codes. It's just like in mobile marketing. Uh, right now I can tell you to text Taylor Adams for me. I have to get the number where you text it to, but it's a new service. We'll give it to you. And when you text that, you get back all of my information that will immediately load into your phone. But I can put that on a card. I can put that at a point-of-sale display. There are, um, you know, there are different reasons for everyone. So, um, you know, they're definitely online is definitely better. Certain businesses can definitely run straight online, but if you're ever trying to drive people that are offline online, that's where um, postcards are. Now you can get 1,000 business cards. They use them as calling cards. Um, they got social network cards and all, but we give things out that still give people information that drives them, again, to your online site. So when I say, you know, the offline marketing, you know, people still go out to parties. You know, and we have that diverse of an audience, Marston. So I, I just wanted to share that. Um, sure, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, I just wanted mm-hmm. to say maybe I'm not an expert in that area because I, I go more offline, literally online. Yeah. But I want to also say I agree with you. Definitely, you have to be consistent. You have to be uh, quickly recognizable, and you have to also have a specific way of engaging. Uh, even taking it as an example to business cards, where some of the business cards, it's a definitely an offline method, are extremely boring. And from time to time, you <laughs> see those interesting offer in a box, a gift for free, and, you know, a question or something of value that people give. So that's, again, that's a creative spin uh, on the offline game. And the same rules actually apply on to online, for sure, where uh, once you identify, uh, you really understand who, who is your customer. And spend a little bit of time on that because some people just, you know, brush through that very quickly and they think they understand their clients. But go a little bit deeper, try to understand where they spend the money, how they spend the money, what they're looking for, what are the major problems. And right now it's not a problem actually to find those uh, questions and answers uh, because if you just go through forums, uh, for different forums, you will see people having open discussions about it, and they, they, they straight away you will be able to notice there's a thread of certain questions and things that people are uh, talking about and referring as problems. So try to, whenever you do a content marketing, I mean, I would use, it's my own example, I would refer back, we do lots of blogging. I try to post posts that would include certain solutions, or they would include keywords of specific problem because for lots of people that would be the hot button something that they would engage and I want to take it back this kind of content creation into this formula that lots of people definitely practice but still not 
um, not enough. We should have more people practicing the, the whole formula of attraction marketing, where you attract people towards yourself because uh, for the reason of who you are as a person, who you stand for, what's your reputation, what value you can deliver, versus uh, going and spamming people around and sending certain links around on Facebook, what today is so common. Every single day you would receive several people kind of trying to offer their business this way. And the way we met, actually, Jacqueline, is very interesting as well. You asked me a question. I mean, I posted that. We had a conversation about it. And later, uh, you asked me a specific question, and I spent some time answering that. I hope I added some value. And then you added, gave me this uh, opportunity to have a conversation here that we are having right now. So that's something that uh, is a great exchange of value that we are actually uh, having for each other here. So definitely lead with value, and so few people are actually doing that. And that should uh, your marketing should reflect that as well, because lots of people try to go from high. Do you want to buy? <laughs> Versus yes, yes. high. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? And you know, like you ask, go go ask at least seven, eight questions and understand your customer. We can take here an example of like going to a doctor. Like imagine that you go to a doctor. And you just turn up at the door and he said, this is a perfect medicine that will solve all your problems. I said, oh, oh, you know, you don't know what's wrong with me. And the doctor seems to be having a solution. And uh, the opposite of that is that you come to a doctor and he asks you, how long have you been sick? Did you have any food that might have caused these allergies? Is there any other part of your body that is sick as well? Have you had that before? You know, he asks you some specific questions and then says, mm, what I think that could solve this problem could be that. And once he offers the solution, you feel very comforted because the person genuinely asks and you feel that the solution will be much more ta tailored to whatever you're doing currently. And very, very few advertising uh, methods and the content that is out there, the way people uh, market themselves reflect that. So definitely encourage of leading with value and providing solutions, spending more, more time identifying the hot buttons, those really specific things that people are looking for. They, they are prepared to spend money, but they, they also looking for the element of trust, like Rebecca was saying, how important the image is. So they would be looking for solution. They would be looking for somebody that they can trust. And uh, definitely <laughs> leading with but for me, it worked extremely well. I'm, I'm practicing and learning that. It's, it's a always learning, uh, you know, curve. Uh, and I'm seeing amazing people, and I try to uh, model them. Like on the internet, it's so easy to model uh, someone else's strategies. Just simply see how they're doing and try to do something similar. Uh, and there are great examples for sure that that we can duplicate. That's excellent. That is so excellent. I just, I think you just like really nailed it on the head, because I do feel as small business people, um, that is one of the weakest areas. They do not invest the time or money or research into getting to know their customer. Even consider focus groups. There are people that can do focus groups of, you know, affordably. Don't think you have to be a major corporation to get a focus group done. You can even put together your focus groups. You know, sometimes surveys act as that, and sometimes people aren't as responsive on surveys. But there are times where you could, you know, put together a certain side of money 
and, you know, go after certain people and, you know, they they had to qualify for the focus group and then but they will participate on, on panels for you and you can do that online and offline, you know. If you're dealing with everyday people, just stay um say if I wanted like middle income people um if I wanted to deal with middle income African Americans or ethnic diverse communities that are a mixed communities I could basically kind of do a focus group for my area because we have colleges here. Um, we got we have a diverse community as far as my zip code. So I could literally go out, get flyers out, or put them in the local stores, ask people to come together. We have a community center, a nice community center where I could get a room and actually host a focus group, you know, very affordably, and have people come out and, um and host a focus group just to start getting feedback and actually speaking with people. But we need to really, really, really do that because we're wasting so much time, money, and energy because we're really not focusing on our... We generally know our target audience, but we don't know them intimately. And as he stated, knowing them intimately is listening to their problems and seeing what your audience is... What, what they consider their problems, and what they're willing to spend their money on. And sometimes it could be the same thing that you may consider a problem, but they may speak it differently. You know, their their language may be different than the language that you're using. It's it's just so many little different things that come into play. So on that tip, you know, you know, getting to know your customer better, and like he stated, you know, leading with value, attraction marketing, um, how do we do that, Rebecca, um, when we want to do it as far as visually? Um, first of all, real quick, um, the individual. Um, Marston um, definitely suggested to market yourself as an individual. If I can just recap that really quick, I definitely love that idea. Um, it's not specifically, in my eyes, marketing myself as an individual. I'll just use myself as an example. But it's marketing myself and the talent that I provide because here's the thing. People are going to get to know me before they get to know my company. People would mm-hmm. want to know me before they want to know my company. So everyone, you know, in my opinion, is looking for a little bit of personalization. So when you provide that to them, by letting them know who you are and what you do and seeing feedback on you as a person and, as you know, as your company as a whole. But, you know, we step out of the roles of, of being someone behind the business and let the people see who we are. And once, mm-hmm. you know, they we let them see who they are, in my opinion, like I said, they're all opinions and everything, um, but I, I, I feel like someone's going to know me better, potentially trust my um my ideas or, you know, my um, my paintings, you know, my merchandise or my services, or your whatever advice. I'm selling. Your advice, yeah, your suggestion. You know. mm-hmm. um, so, like I said, and then that ties into unless you have feedback or heavy portfolio or well-known, what are you going to stand on? So that does go back to your visual image. And to answer that question, um, everything we said is basically right on point. Um you know, you need your personal branding, and that's going to build an image that someone can trust because they're going to see that you invested in your business. And it is about investing in your business because if you notice now, we have so much competition online. And I believe, in fact, we have so much competition online because the overhead is so low. 
So now we have people who actually, you know, have a couple dollars, you know, and I, I mean no harm. They have a couple dollars and these wonderful ideas, but they spend it and they can't make it happen, you know. And there's several reasons because of that. But I think what I'm, what you know, what I think our focus should be is to study and research. Don't just have an idea. Maybe you want to do business, but maybe you'd be better in doing something that you're very knowledgeable about. And if you're not, you need to do your research. Research needs to be done on the market, on the product. You know, what are you promoting? Can you handle it? Are you knowledgeable about it? If someone calls you, can you can you talk to them so efficiently and fluid that they trust you and believe you because you sound like you know what you're talking about? Um, you know, so we have that to put that together with a visual image. Um, we, we definitely have to come up with a budget and figure out what can be done. And it's it's a great thing to, and I always say, it's a great thing to know your market and your product because, like you both said, you'll be wasting your time if you do not know it. If you don't know your product, you don't know who to market to. If you don't know who your market is, what would you market to them? So specifically figure out what your product, service, or whatever that is, and only you know, stay inside the lines. Stay inside the lines of people who would want that. You know, you've got your social networks. Um, you know, in regards to you, you, uh, you and Marcin passed back and forth the idea of doing promoting like in person. I'll throw another um, value to that element. Also, when you have postcards and stuff like that, don't forget about the uh, the, um, the the fairs and the um, events you know that are held. Um, even if you can't be there, put yourself out there. Ask people questions. Hi, my name is so-and-so. I have a business. And identify yourself because, see, here's the thing. If you have a shoe business and it's like a bubblegum conference, that doesn't go. So tell them who you are, tell them what you offer, and say, you know, I have a 1,000 postcards. Does anyone have a grab bag that they'd like my items for? We have to, mm-hmm. you know, ask each other these things. We have to put it out there. Hey, I just got 5,000 postcards. I want to send them to someone. Um, you know, maybe this person is going to a fair and they'd love to pass your stuff out. So we have to depend on each other a little bit more consciously um, to help each other out with the things we need because it's about network. So that's another thing that I always falter back on. You can get a couple images and just make sure your your you know your visual image is great, and then you can fall back on social networks and networking. You know, you still have to do your promotions and you know everything that Marston is telling you and that you are explaining. But at the end of the day, all these things together is going to make your business profit, and it's going to you know start um, acquiring people looking at you. You know, and another thing is conversion rates. Typically, you're going to need to send somebody three or four, somebody an email or any type of correspondence three or four times before they're even going to look at you, you know, because we have these fly-by-night, you know, business vendors, kind of like a one-hit wonder. So in, in 2011, you know, this grand business and they're advertising and then maybe like, you know, three months later or next year they're, they're not in business. So people like to see stability from your business also. So even if you're not making any sales, always remember to keep your image out in front and to run with that. If you made no sales or whatever, people don't know that. Just make sure you keep pushing it out there. We're open. We're available for business. Please come visit us. Matter of fact, we'll consult you. Do you have a question? Ask us. We'd love to answer you. So that goes back to engaging. And that's also free. 
because so many phone plans are unlimited, so we make a call and now we've engaged the person and sold ourselves business and or product to them. That's it. Okay, all righty. So um, as you see, we're basically speaking the same thing. Everyone is speaking speaking the same same information, and it's really important that we get on this now for the holiday season. It's July. We yes. really should have our campaigns and everything in order by September. September, you want to start testing the market. Um, again, uh, Marcin says we um, we engage, we capture data, we engage, we improve, and then we do it all over again. So, you know, the thing is to use July and August to get your systems in order, get your administrative system in order, find out everything that you're going to need, and then you should start launching different campaigns in September where you can come back and give feedback and so that you're on point. And and it's not just the feedback. As Rebecca says, people need to see you at least three times. It takes someone three times to make them feel that they know you. They may not know you. And I'm going to give you a prime example. Now, I don't know if they do this in Malaysia, Marcin, but here where we are, we have a lot of um, stores that sell hoagies and pizza shops and restaurants, Chinese restaurants. And in Philadelphia, where we're at, we have rural homes. So in our neighborhoods, there are a lot of restaurants. So what happens when a new restaurant comes in a neighborhood, they hand out flyers door to door. They put them, you know, not directly in your door because that's against the mail rules, but if you have a screen door or if you have um, a railing or something, they stick it, you know, right there by your house so that when you collect your mail, you go out and grab a flyer. Every restaurant, when they come in the neighborhood, they do that. Now, any restaurant that likes to stay around, they distribute an, um, a menu once a month or, or at least once every other month. And so what happens is a new restaurant comes in the neighborhood I never heard of, and I get a menu. I look at it, and but, you know, it's, we got a 100 of them like that. So then I go out grab again because I'm going to pick it up because I don't want it to become trash around my house. So I'll, I'll grab it, and I'll look at it, and I'll like, uh, you know, automatically you've seen that before. You've seen that look. You saw that name and address, and it's going to seem a little bit more familiar, whether I do something with it or not. Chances are, by the third time you grab something, you're going to be around a town that you're going to be hungry. They're going to hit you on a Friday or say, "Were well, you willing to order out?" And you, and it's a good chance that you're going to be willing to try this new restaurant because they're not the stranger anymore. If this may be the third month, that means they've been around at least three or four months, and you're willing to try them. And it almost works every time. And that has been a success for the restaurants that have stayed around. They learned that they had to regularly distribute. It's just menus, but just by getting the menu in front of the people. Um, and it would do, if if it interests me the second time, I generally will. The first time, I probably won't. The second time, I'll chances are I will hang it up on my refrigerator. And then I'll do it the third time. So either when I'm hungry, I can go down and have choices. And this almost always happens. Now, I don't know their restaurant any better than I did the first time they handed me something because I never went there. I just felt I knew them better. 
because they reached out to me three times. Yep. So they became more familiar. I, therefore, I trust them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why email marketing is so important and the autoresponders and setting up a system is so important. I signed up with Marcin, and I think I've gotten about two or three emails since I signed up at his blog. You get there, and they give you something, and they capture your data. And he and, and information is sent out. I may not look at every email, but given if I get ten emails, I'm guaranteed three of them are going to make me want to look at them. And so it's the consistency, as stated, being consistent, and um, having a focus method and mythology. So, you know, those are just some key things we definitely want to look at and um um during these first two months so that we're structuring our campaigns and we actually have them together. Um, like you said, lead with value. You have to decide, you know, what's the value and and then and taking account for the season. If you know people are shopping, you know, one of the problems people have are identifying gifts. You know, you know, what's a good gift for so and so, what's a good gift for this? What's a good gift to work? Well, don't let people have to try to figure out if you're who your gift is good for if you know you share those type of things who you know, in your content. If you know it's around a holiday, you know, season, it we general information they say, Well, if you're also looking to, you know, to share or to give this gift during the holiday season, if you know an entrepreneur, people in business, you want to give them some of value this holiday season, consider this. What you've done, you've told them who who this would be a good gift for. You've taken that work out of them for them to have to figure it out. Um, another thing I like to share around, you know, content, if you have a blog or website and you're providing value, another way to provide value that's opposite of your competition would be to just say um, Marcin has information and Rebecca has designs. Well, it's the holiday season, and just say if they partnered with somebody that does candles or aromatherapy, and they may do hand, handmade candles, um, I think both of them in the realm of the type of information and personal development could go with, like, all-natural soy candles. And they may partner with somebody, okay, you know what, um, our, you know, I may partner with you, or I may just recommend, I may see some nice candles, some nice product, and I may recommend some quality gifts. You know, that could be off the side. Here's some recommend, recommendations for some great gifts, or here's some places that you can really save money. There's nothing that's competition for me, but we know it's the holiday season. We know people are looking to shop and they're looking to save. So we may give a couple tidbit points on our site. So when they come over, they'll get something there that they don't get anywhere else. You know, outside of learning about service, I'm also going to get a little, some points about, you know, a little bit of information about how you can save um, or, you know, some great gift ideas. And um, those are just different things that you can do to provide value without, you know, providing competition for yourself. And um, those are just some type of things, you know, we need to look at being creative. Rebecca talked about um, 
people that do do events, and whether you may not be there, there are people there. They, they do the the bags where they hand out bags. They can call them VIP bags. They're they call all type of bags, but they have bags that they hand out to people at events, and you can pay them a fee to distribute your information. And so, if it is you know a targeted event that has your targeted audience, definitely. Look at that option. Look, Just look at creative ways. Baskets. I'm giving you that point tip right now. Baskets, you can put anything in a basket. So if you find people that do wonderful baskets, you can put certificates in there, great unique baskets. You know, find those people and, you know, you can offer that service. And, look, I'll let you advertise on my site. i got a great audience. In exchange, would you put some you know, my certificates in there or um and even if you do online business, again, people that go to online business are phys- most of the time those people are physically offline when they go online. So you can still engage. It could, you know, it's um be a little business card, a brochure or what's really more important, people love gift certificates. You know, a gift certificate for something specific. And um, that's a good time of year where you get a um, someone that you can partner with that you know has your target audience and it's added into, you know, their gifts and their packaging, you know, and no additional cost to you. But, again, it's another way to reach out to your audience. So you have the opportunity to be very creative. But, again, you want to just get, get your core items together, doing business the right way. And then um, you look at personalizing it for the holiday season. So we've done our hour, and this has been really great. So one thing what we're going to do is also I want everybody to get their contact information. I'm going to put it in the chat room, of course. And um, so, Marcin, if you give the contact information and a Again, I would like you to share with people what you provide so they know specifically, if I need this, I go to Marcin. All right? Okay, sure. Uh, You gave a really great example, if I can just touch on uh, what you just said regarding this uh, gift idea. I just did a quick search, and there is currently over 27,000 people searching for Christmas gift ideas. So this is amazing way of adding value and you know depending on a business that you are in that if you even create a simple post and uh, you know do a little bit of search around that will definitely help you uh, engage your customers because there are so many people that are looking for that and uh, answering the second question what I what I do as I mentioned I'm uh, I'm the founder of the wireless income so basically I'm providing solutions for anyone who wants to work from home and are looking to expand the game uh, to be able to create an income that is not wired to one specific location. Because that was our main criteria when we left London in 2009. We lived a little bit in Maldives right now in Malaysia here and we're kind of traveling, moving around. But basically, um, if you have any specific questions, I'll be very, very happy to answer, engage and share whatever I have learned regarding uh, social media, generating traffic, generating leads, generating free leads, and quality leads, because lead and lead doesn't equal the same. They have diff- different different grading. And I'm very happy to share whatever I have learned. I built teams in 70 different countries, 
and right now I'm very, very strongly uh, focused on the online solutions, how to utilize the Internet and create wireless income businesses. Great. Um, real quick, when you know, can you give a, like a, an idea of an income range of the businesses that you help people create or support? What you know, what's like an you know, what's um, a revenue range for wireless businesses? Uh, that would be anything for any home-based business. Anyone who is working from home and would like to do it either part-time and do some online marketing and engage. So you know, we. We have people starting with, with like $100 plus to a bigger level games where people bring, uh, they've got some money and they would like to spend this uh, efficiently and quickly to generate high amount of leads and convert them. So either okay. if you're a smaller uh, player and you're looking for some coaching, you're looking for some system, you're looking for some training, or if you are a bigger um, gamer, you would like to just simply connect yourself with you know, solo ads with big advertising, you know, plugging into other databases and marketing to that, we provide that as well. Okay. And you work with businesses that, you know, produce, you know, um, you know, five, six, seven figures, correct? Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to give people an idea of what they could possibly earn online, you know, for people that, you know, the, the potential of money okay. that can be made online. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is, it's really, you know, there's, there's no ceiling here. It really depends, first of all, on your hunger, because I always refer to that. This is not about skills. I mean, I just recently had a great, watched a great interview. Tony Robbins interviewed a guy who, it took him four hours to install Skype, and the guy is doing seven figures per month right now mm. on the Internet. This is a guy who lost everything in the Katrina hurricane, and, you know, he was in a construction business. He lost everything. And then he, somebody uh, told him that he can start leveraging and building online and start making money online. And he said, okay, cool, I will explore that option. You know, he, he, the whole life he spent being in a construction business. And he said, okay, cool, so I'm supposed to install Skype. It took him four hours to do that. But right now, you know, if you're hungry enough, if you have this desire, burning desire to have your own business, to make money from home, to use the Internet, to, to generate leads and create cash and create residual income, right now the options are unlimited and there is no secret knowledge right now. You basically ask any question, your favorite friends, it's no longer Google but it's YouTube because they show you where to click, where to look for things and how any software operates that gives you massive leverage and you know, delivers value to people and helps you to engage. Yes. And um, I just want people to know, um, and this just is a bit of advice from experience, a lot of time can be wasted, and um, sometimes we go about things so much trial and error. And you yep, know, and a correct. lot of that is, you know, as far as the issue of trust. You know, it's a lot of, you know, people with so many get with, get, you know, try to get rich yeah, yeah, quick. Right. Yeah. And so people a lot of times start to align home businesses with get-rich-quick schemes, and they're not the same. And um, and home-based business doesn't equal network marketing neither. Um, it no. can, but, it you know, they're not equivalent. One, you know, it can take this shape just like um, network marketing business can be a brick-and-mortar as well. I mean, it, they take the... Those take different shapes, but a home-based business is basically defined from working from home. 
your, your you know your business is based out of your home and you know so the, and that can take on many different structures services products you know all type of businesses you can have yep. and so the key thing is to find someone you can trust to advise you and then we have to start investing in that we have to start waiting you know stop you know waiting to invest you know in ourselves um I'm still, I got a non-profit I just came from right before here. That's why I was a little late on the phones because I was coming from there, from a meeting. And, you know, the desperateness for money is keeping them from being feasible. And yet they say they want money, but they do everything in little money. (laughs) You know, they do everything little money way. They're doing a journal. They were considering digital but I said, well, that's too much over my head right now. i got to hurry up and get something out. You really want to hurry up and get something out to get it out digitally. And um, the person could, you know, actually turn around. Instead of asking the person if they could work with them, they're going to spend a lot. They're going to spend money. They can't do it without spending money. And that's money that they really need. And they have to do a hard print to distribute that way. And then they go back to the digital just because they can't yet honestly grasp their head around it, it's nothing complicated. So we do as business and technology, please get away from the fear of technology or feel because you don't understand something that is over your head. If you don't understand something, find someone who can help you understand it, break it down, learn the jargon. A lot of times it's just industry jargon. And when you go look up the meaning, those are everyday words that we know. But please don't let that block you because, you know, that can really keep you from making money. That's the one great thing about the Internet and technology. You can really leverage it and you can get so much more for your money. When it comes to advertising, oh, my gosh, you can can spend a quarter of um, an offline advertising budget. You can spend a quarter of that budget and get so much for that same amount of money online. And the thing about it, you would get crazy deep analytics that you would not get when you do the hard print copies. Or um, even if you're doing a television, or you don't get that deep, those deep analytics back, not for that same price. So I just really want to put people out there with that. Now, um, we're going to go to Rebecca. Give us your website. I'm putting your website in. Tell people how to reach you. And, again, if you can just get – I take nothing for granted. So um, let people know specifically what they can come to you for. Okay. As previously mentioned, um, really quick, I am an abstract artist, fine art. So any type of painting that you could uh, possibly imagine – you can visit my site, uh, www.acryliconcanvas.com, and there's, like I said, a bunch of paintings that you can look, per- perhaps purchase, or commission your own. I don't charge any extra fees for commissioning, so you can definitely decorate your living room, office, or any space you deem necessary. And, you know, like I said, once again, that's Acrylic on Canvas, and all anything featured there is an original, and uh, if it says it's for sale, it's for sale. Um, Now I have a design company. The name of the design company is Innovative Design Style, and that would be InnovativeDesignStyle.com. And we're a full-service graphic design company, creative agency. Um, We specialize in visual images for print and web. It's very important that people know for print and web. There's two different things. 
Some people just design online for for websites, which is just much lower resolution. If you have any questions, please do call. Um, all quotes are free. I enjoy spending time um, explaining to people what the difference is and um, what all the types of mediums are that we can choose to design on. For instance, we do logos, of course, um, creative brand development, which would be to follow up with your logo and to give you branding um, you know, maybe your 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 forms, your of course your business cards, your postcards. Pretty much everything has a central overview look. It looks very nice. It looks very neat. It looks like you had it potentially all done at the same time. It's a very good scheme. It's a professional look. We also do posters, signage, and banners, um, print and identity packages. So that would be um, press kits, and we can print those. We can do EPKs, which are electronic press kits, and of course we do promotional materials. Um, Pretty much anything that you can uh, print or have a design on, we can design. Tag would be a billboard. We do highway billboards, um, vinyl. We do vinyl banners, step and repeat banners. Uh, there's so much that we do. I don't know too many things that we don't do. Um, so basically, any type of creative image that you may need, whether it be for a logo, for a postcard, for a label, for your T-shirt, for your product, for your service, please do give us a call, and we would love to speak with you in regards to collaborating to produce a signature uh, visual image for your business, product, or service. And you can reach me, Rebecca, at 310-430-4438. And that would be my business. Okay, give me that phone number again, 310-430-4438. All righty. So, um, and you're on Facebook, correct? Correct. Um, Mm -hmm. Rebecca Jenkins, and that's spelled R-E-B-E-K-A-H, Jenkins. And feel free to Google me, R. Jenkins, Rebecca Jenkins. You'll find a whole bunch of uh, images, a whole bunch of sites. I have quite a few websites. Um, I also sell art prints, of course, at um, rjenkinsdesign.com. So there's quite a few things out there. It's it's definitely a visual uh, area over here. Everything is color and graphics and design and painting. And all that good stuff. Now, um, don't you have a line of like inspirational, especially like, for art entrepreneur? Yes, I have an actual poster right now. It's called the Entrepreneur, and it's on mm-hmm. sale and available at uh, rjenkins.com. I'm so sorry, forgive me. I don't remember the price. It's somewhere under forty bucks. Um, you can also have it framed. It's in full color, high quality archival print, which means that there's no acid in it. It'll last forever. Um, and, yeah, I have a bunch of uh, items for sale, um, entrepreneur posters, um, positive quotes, uh, great things like that. And, of course, most of all, if there's anyone out there that would like to, um, you know, develop your own poster line or own any type of thing line, definitely come see us because not only can we design that for you, but we can definitely point you in the right direction of mass printing and making a good profit off your own product. So that's another thing. Um, we'll definitely help you create your own product if you're interested in anything printed, pens, pencils, bags, uh, books, anything. So, yeah. Okay. All righty. So um, we got that from everyone. And, Marcin, you're on Facebook, correct? Uh, yes, correct. Yes. And my Facebook forward slash, yes, M-W-M-A-R-C-Z-A-K. And Skype would be the best way to contact me since I'm in Malaysia. So my Skype would be M A R C M A R 
1979 and my website is thewirelessincome.com and I want to offer two things that anyone who contacts me at info at thewirelessincome.com I will give you a free video that I recorded with 15 ways of uh, using blog to generate money so that's something that I've created recently and I'm happy to part that and again if somebody wants to uh, have a free have a free consultation regarding generating leads online including free leads online because there are lots of strategies I'm very happy to share things that I have learned so just basically email me at info at thewirelessincome.com and I will be very happy to or just contact me on Skype uh, to have a conversation for me right now it's past 2 o'clock I'm officially Tuesday so if I don't yes. ask today, it will be tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, yes, Thursday. So yeah, we're about to, we're going to close out. I put that there, and just to let you guys know, I'm going to work with Marcin on. Um, he asked me how much do he he asked me a question. What do I do for lead you know generation? So I'm definitely going to work with him. That's one key thing you want to um, you know generate leads and and then learn how to convert them. So um, this has been a great part one. I think it's great, wonderful information. Um, as I stated, we'll have a workbook together, and at at the end, we'll have a nice workbook that people you can get along with the audios, and they and you will get them for free when you subscribe to TaylorAdamsForMe.com. So when you subscribe to Adams Marketing and Management, you will be able to get your full copy of the 2012 Christmas in July audio along with the workbook so that you can sit down and really work things out and build your holiday sales. So I thank you each so much. Everybody, please support. Please support everyone and um all of those that stop by at lunchtime and morning time to listen in, thank you. And I thank you to all of those who will listen on demand. And we know that goes on and on and on and on. So we thank you. Just make sure that you share the information and you use the information given. So, everyone, um, I'm going to say this is Master Grill Radio, and we speak for everyone. Peace and love. Marcin and Rebecca, you have 30 seconds in the whole world listening. What do you have to say? Who goes first? You can go first. <laughs> is, it, is it me? Okay, cool. Uh, my word, 30 seconds of advice, would be first of all, discover yourself. Discover your talents. Discover what you love, what you are passionate about, and then build a business about this. I mean, I discovered I love learning and teaching. And what I'm doing right now, it seriously makes me, keep me awake. At 2.30 in the morning, I'm still can yeah. be going on and uh, continue. Uh, so have a dream and give, like lead with value and give, always give to people because it really works like that. The more you give, the more comes back to you. And also master learning, uh, you know, spend every single day. I've got this discipline every single day, minimum half an hour of learning, taking new content. And I learned also a great principle that changed my life. It's 90 It means that you take activity on activities and you... Uh, do it 90 times over a period of 90 days. It's a life-changing principle, it, and that's about being disciplined. As an entrepreneur, we just have to be disciplined, especially working from home, working for yourself. Uh, the discipline is essential. So that's for me. Thank you very All much. Right. Thank you, Jacqueline. Thank you, Rebecca. It was absolutely Oh, amazing. you're welcome. Thank it was you. a pleasure. Thank you. I fall, I fall right in line with everything Marcel says, but... 
um, for me, I kind of have some quotes that can kind of wrap that up. And my philosophy of, of life, I will say it all the time, is dream out loud. And we all should dream out loud. Out loud, real real loud, out loud. And what that means, um, which was I copyrighted, wrote it, I'm sorry, in 2004, it means to actively seek any endeavor, goal, or dream in an ambitious manner. And I really don't need to explain that because it's, it's self, very self-explanatory, but um, that that is that is my motto. Um, and I'm also, you know, very big about networking and, you know, coming together um, and assisting one another. So my statement for that, um, I'm always inviting positive change. So, you know, I'm entertaining prosperous thoughts of achieving success through dedicated work, focused networking, and a positive, empowering mentality. So wear your dream and live your passion. All right. That's awesome. So, again, we speak for you, peace and love. We're out. All right. Thank you.